Hey, this is Ani, and you are listening to We the Changemakers, a podcast about how each of us can make a little and sometimes a big difference in the world around us. Today's episode is a reflection on all that has happened in the last few months, on all that has been lost and what that means for us, and how can we build going forward? How can we open ourselves up to what is in front of us, to what lays before us? So as we go through speaking about the great unraveling as it applies to me, I invite you to imagine what is it in your life that has unraveled and what has it made space for? Looking forward to starting this conversation with you and sending you much love. come before you today vulnerably admitting that I don't have it figured out. Just saying that out loud to myself is hard to admit. As I want so desperately to have things figured out. To know where I'm going. To understand what's happened and why. To see the bigger picture. to see how everything fits together, how I'm being renewed and made better by everything that happens. But I don't know. I don't know. There's a part of me that wants to believe it, and I think that part is often called faith. But the truth is, we don't know. We don't know what's coming. We don't know why things happened the way they did. The best that we can do is to accept them. Even to be grateful for them. To make stories out of why it happened. This time, this past few months, has been time of great upheaval. Collectively. And of course, individually. Each of us has had to deal with things that we didn't see coming. And we may have dealt with them in different ways. Some may have been grateful for a time of rest. Others may have found themselves in a very difficult position, either without a job or with too much to do. It has impacted us all in different ways. But the common thread is that it has impacted us all. What to do with that? 
there's so much that's happened these past few months that I don't even know where to start. There's so much shifting that happens that's happening all around me and of course within me that I feel completely lost. My bearings are gone. I don't know where I am. I barely know who I am. And as I say this, there's a tear rolling down my cheek. Knowing that this is somehow exactly where I'm meant to be. This unraveling, this unknowing. I'd actually love to just rename this time the great unraveling. Unraveling of all that we thought we knew. All that we thought we knew about the economy, about health, about the interconnectedness of things, of people, unraveling of relationships, of projects, of plans. And when I say it all, I know it can sound quite bleak. Because, of course, depends how much we focus on that part. The part of the unknowing and the part of the dying and the letting go and the part of the erosion. And what it's really doing of course, is creating the space for new, is allowing new things to be born, allowing a wider perspective that's more fitting to where we want to go. And there's something joyful about that. There's something that almost brings in a note of gratitude, like, thank you. I do want my life to be better, to be more whole, to be more reflective of the person that I came here to be. And yet I just feel stuck on the first part of not understanding why. Why did I have to lose those things? Why do I have to become better? 
Why do I have to create space for new? Why can't I hold on? There's a lot of pain that comes in those questions. Feelings of injustice and unfairness. I recognize that it's holding on to the person that I thought I was. That I thought I wanted to be. And that person is no more. I've been feeling a loss greater than I thought possible. And it's a loss of a story, an identity, a feeling that felt um, core to who I am. But I'm still here. And I can see that good things can come of this unraveling. Good things can come of this clearing out. Yet I also have to be willing to face and feel the pain of the loss. The pain of who I thought I was. Being no more. And in that, learning to see that I haven't died. I haven't gone anywhere. In fact, there's a part of me that feels more alive and free now without those stories holding me back and defining who I am. When the future is planned and seems certain, freedom is lost. There's a sense in which possibilities are limited. Opportunities are few. As soon as I determine where I want to go, 
and focus and and plan on that. There is something about the adventure that is lost. And while I recognize it's easy to get dispersed in having too many options open and available, there is a balance there. There's a balance to be found between knowing where I want to go, focusing with determination, with pride, with confidence, with joy, and letting go of needing things to be exactly one way for them to work out for me to be happy, not pinning my well-being, my happiness on a specific outcome, but trusting that I will always be held, be guided, be shown what's best for me, even if it doesn't match with those plans. It's that duality of, of the yin and the yang, of action and stillness, of planning and surrender. So as I sit here and speak to you and share what this journey has been like for me, there has been a lot of, a lot of pain, a lot of grief, a lot of anger in how many things I thought I knew. Um, in not being able to get where I want to go. In not being able to force things, there's been um, extreme frustration and feelings of injustice. And yet, as I speak about it now, I can feel a shifting happening. I can feel a lightness around that, a sweetness around the pain of loss, an appreciation of this journey that we're all on. learning to let go, to have faith that whatever's coming is going to be better 
suited to us than what was before. That we don't have to understand everything, figure it all out, see how everything fits together. We don't even have to be happy about it. I don't have to like all of these changes. But as I ponder all that's happened, and as each of us takes the time to ponder what the fuck just happened, <laughs> maybe maybe there's some space for for gratitude maybe there's some space for acceptance of what is, of exactly what is, of like, this is the reality that I'm in right now. This is where I am. I can't change it. How can I make the most of it? How can I be exactly where I am and be fully here? How can I enjoy, how can I savor each moment? can I put myself fully out there to the disposition of life to be used during my day? How can I connect more deeply with myself? With the love that abides within me? How can I connect more deeply with those around me from a place of love? Yesterday, I uh, spent some time feeling sorry for myself. I happen to be quite good at that. (laughs) And uh, it was a beautiful day here in Brussels, just incredible, sunny weather. One of those, you know, summer days where everyone seems to be outside. And especially since we've been locked up for so long and we can finally meet with each other again in parks. And it was a Saturday. So... I had no plans and decided to wander around in neighborhoods that I really liked and just be in that space, be in that energy. And there was so much vibrance happening everywhere. 
just people in their full expression of self, just full summer mode of connecting with other people, playing music, laughing, having food and drinks, um, you know, half naked in the park, enjoying the sun and um, just being, being with each other. And I looked around me, feeling sorry for myself because I was alone. And as I looked at others, I thought, well, that's what I want. Why can't I have that? And it took me a while. Um, actually, I, I didn't really manage <laughs> to let go of that while I was there. I, I tried to tell myself things like, oh, this is, you know, I can be happy for them. They are, they are also me. <laughs> but um, that's, the, the spiritual truths don't work so well when, um, when I'm in a state already of, of pain or of ego. So I eventually um, went home at the end of the day, feeling a little bit down and then feeling guilt on top of that because I was judging myself for not being able to enjoy things as the, my spiritual self would have liked to tell me I should. My spiritual ego, that is. And um, and as I get home, I realize I've been looking for community. I've been longing for connection. And I'm not even connecting with the people who are directly in front of me. Because I get home and my parents are there. And they'd love to connect with me. They'd love to spend time with me. And instead, I'm out feeling sorry for myself that I don't have a thing that I already have. It's right in front of me. It maybe doesn't look the way that a part of me would like it to look. But instead of being stuck on, why can't I have that? Then I decided to start opening up to what I already have now and feeling gratitude for this is a gift. I have parents that love me and that are happy to spend time with me and they are community. I mean, more than that, they're family. And I think that little reality check of opening my eyes to the good that was already in front of me also allows for the other things to flow more easily to me because I'm in a state of receptiveness. Suddenly, by opening up to connection with my parents, I'm opening up to connection with others, too. Those are the only two states, open or closed. 
those are the only two states, open or closed. And if I can open up to receive the love and the care and the connection that is already available to me, then it allows more to flow my way and for it to flow in to deeper levels where I can know more fully that I belong, that I am loved, that I am cared for, that I am not only allowed to be here, I am wanted here. Like I can be the full extent of who I am Only I allow myself to open up my heart and receive the gifts that want to come to me. As I say this, I feel excitement. Like, yeah, this is what it's all about. What can I open up to? What can I be more available to? What wants to flow in right now? And rather than focusing on the lack, on the loss, on the pain, on the things that have gone, what wants to be renewed? What wants to come and live inside me in my space? What wants to grow? What wants to shift? What wants to move? And of course, all of the letting go, the shedding, the unraveling is hard. But it doesn't come without this building back up again. So as everything starts to build back up again around us in society, I'd really invite each of us to consider what wants to build up inside of me? What have I lost? And what wants to come in? What can I open myself up to right now? What do I already have in front of me? around me, inside me, that is able to meet the needs that I feel I have? How are those needs already being met in some even small way? It's been a long time since I spoke with you. And I admit it's been on my mind that I've been somewhat absent from this podcast and from my connection with you. And I needed that time to be with myself. And now I see how beautiful it is to open back up again. 
So thank you for being part of this opening up process for me. I feel a lot of gratitude to be with you, to feel you, to love you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to We the Changemakers. You are very welcome to follow me on Instagram at Ani underscore Changemaker. You can also reach me at we the Changemakers pod at gmail.com. And if you're interested in other offerings that I have, I love kirtan. Kirtan is a practice of singing mantras together. And since confinement, I've been leading online kirtan. You're very welcome to join me any of these sessions. You can find me on Facebook at Kirtan with Ani. So I hope you join me and I look forward to seeing you soon.